Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 18th of November. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, you can head on over to the marcustoday.com.au website and you can read the disclaimer there. Or you can sign up to a free 14-day trial if you're not yet a member of the wonderful Marcus Today community. All right, well, last night in the US, a little bit of backing and filling in the index last night, coming off the top, uh, inflation fears once again uh, taking a little bit of gloss off the market. But we are seeing some reports after hours, uh, which could uh, be a little bit interesting. So we'll get to those in a minute. But the Dow Jones fell 211 points. Sounds a lot, but it was only 0.58 of a percent, 35,931. The Nasdaq down 0.33 of a percent, 52 points. To 15,922. That's 16,000 level close, eluding NASDAQ for the time being at least. The SP 500 down 12 points, slightly uh, better than NASDAQ, down 0.26 of a percent to 4,689. SPY futures down two points to 7,368. But uh, I would imagine that we may see a little bit of uh, volatility again. Yesterday's big fall was mostly the banking sector, which made up for all of that big fall. The industrials, not too bad at all yesterday, although the miners were off BHP, Rio and Fortescue off yesterday. We did see the VIX index up 4.5% overnight to 17.11%. And we saw commodities in the US as well. Uh, we saw Brent crude down 2.61%, $2.15 to $80.28. We saw the oil price WTI down at nearly 3%, $2.40 to $78.36. So we are seeing that oil uh, stock, uh, the oil price coming under some pressure at the moment. And uh, certainly Biden has been on the front foot trying to get the oil price down. The gold price, though, was up $16.10.87%, 1870.20. In iron ore, we had the price down 0.5 of a percent, or 45 cents to 89.95. And in other commodities last night, copper down 1.5%, nickel down 0.33, aluminium having a bit of a bounce up 1.9%, zinc down 1.1, lead down 1.3, tin up 1. Oh, sorry, 0.8 of a percent. In terms of overseas mining stocks, Freeport McMoran down 1.8%, Alcoa down 0.6, Tech down 0.7, Anglo-American up 1.3, and Glencore up 2.3, with Vale down 2.5, BHP in American depository receipts down 0.8, and Rio up 0.2%. And we have the Aussie dollar uh, falling again, 72.65, so that will certainly help the gold price in Aussie dollar terms and should help the gold sector again uh, see some buying appear. Well, here we see the S&P 500, a very higgledy-piggledy night and a sell-off into the close as uh, once again we have seen those inflation fears start to worry the market in the U.S., 
and uh, Treasuries rising. Powell meets with senators as Biden nears the decision on the Fed chair selection, although this does seem to be a two-horse race between Brainard and Jerome Powell. Uh, Brainard, I suspect, would be worse for Wall Street. She's far more anti the big banks on Wall Street, so that could uh, be a little bit of a negative if she gets the gig. So we'll see in two or three days' time whether she is going to be nominated as Powell's term as Federal Reserve Chief finishes in February. And the Fed's five inflation benchmarks starting to flash amber, suggesting cause for alarm. When does transitory become temporary? When does it become structural? It remains to be seen. The ECB has reviewed a warning of a build-up in vulnerabilities such as housing, junk bonds and crypto. And Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, has extended the debt limit deadline to the 15th of December, urging lawmakers to act to raise or suspend borrowing limits. This is going to be an ongoing saga as the U.S. House begins to debate the $1.75 trillion Build Back Better bill for Biden as soon as tonight. And the UK inflation accelerates in October, rising to its highest level since 2011. And China is secretly accelerating plans to replace U.S. and foreign technology following U.S. blacklisting of its major companies. I don't know how secretly it is. It was on Bloomberg, so it's not much of a secret. They've actually announced what they're going to do, so I don't think there's a massive secret in that. And the U.S. moving to bolster trade relations with Asian nations outside China and buybacks on pace to eclipse the record of $1.11 trillion in 2018 and oil prices decline on potential for coordinated reserve release by US and China. More on that in Henry's take today as well. CBA's Tony Richards, who is the head of payments policy, is speaking at an Australian Corporate Treasury Association online meeting at 1.05pm. That's going to be a must-see presentation. Australian Super set to invest around $175 million into BCI Minerals. Uh, a potash play. They're looking at a convertible note and a placement. And National Bank has said it will give home loan discounts for houses that cut emissions. UK inflation, 4.2%. More to come as well, according to some analysts. 4.2% is a big number. Rivian unplugged last night, falling 17-18%. And its target raised its sales forecast for the holiday season. That is good news Uh, For Target, not such good news for Rivian and Lucid also fell last night again. More on that in Henry's take today. Energy and financials led seven of the 11 S&P 500 industry sectors lower. And NVIDIA was up 3% after hours. Better than expected results. Uh, Big uh, holding in NVIDIA in the ETF portfolio, as my Venn diagram pointed out. Big cross holdings in lots of those tech and gaming ETF. So good news there. NVIDIA up 3%. Has been on a massive, massive charge in the last six months. I think it's up around 50%. So uh, quite important that those results come through okay. Up 3%. US uh, $7.1 billion versus $6.83 billion in earnings. 67% gross margins. In the US, we had Tesla up 3.8%. Rivian down 17%, Lucid down 6%, General Motors up 3.6%. We also saw uh, Apple up 1.6%, Facebook down 0.6%, Google down, uh, was up 0.1%, Microsoft unchanged, Amazon up 02 and Netflix up 06 
of a percent. And Goldman Sachs expects global real GDP to expand 4.5% in 2022, but only 3.4% in 2023. 10-year yield in America, 1.7%. In Australia, we edged up again yesterday, 1.85%, with Germany still a negative 0.25 of a percent. And data showed that Eurozone inflation rose to more than twice the ECB's target in October. Transitory, temporary or structurally built in, the big question for 2022. Uh, TWE, Treasury Wine Estates, a bit of a typo there, has acquired Frank Family Vineyards for $315 million. And LMG, which is Latrobe Magnesium, has given a magnesium market update today. And is this a sign of the top? The LA Staples Center has got a new naming sponsor, Crypto.com. One of the signs of a top, no doubt. Question of the day today, the big fall yesterday in CBA, 8.1%. That is a big fall for one of our biggest stocks and counted for around 45, 46 points of the fall yesterday. Without CBA and the other three banks, the market would have had a relatively okay day. So what do you think about CBA following the fall? Is it a buy the dip or is it a hold or do you just avoid it for the time being? Love to hear your thoughts on that one. I'll post it on the Facebook discussion group and uh, it just gives uh, a little bit of a focal point for people to comment today. That's it. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to that Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, insights, and ideas there. There's about 3,500 members over there on the Facebook discussion group. So it's a great group. And as you probably know already, and don't need me to tell you this again, our podcasts have been split into four. And now we have the Marcus Strategy podcast, the On the Desk podcast, uh, titled Market Conversations with the guys down in Melbourne, and my On the Couch podcast, which is a bit more of an informal chat to some of the fund managers and CEOs that pique my interest around the place. And of course, the last but not leastly is the Breakfast Briefing and the End of Day podcast, which you can sign up for one, two, three, or four of those podcasts and enjoy. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, but you would like to trial us, give us a 14-day free trial, marcustoday.com.au, or one of the really lovely people on the sales team can help you out. That's it for me today. Have a great session.